Welcome to Board Game Basics, episode number 16. I'm Patrick. And I'm Robert. Each episode, we'll try and talk about a board game and a card game. Hosting for this episode is provided by Gameology, Australia's largest gaming warehouse. And thank you very much to the guys at Gameology. This yeah. week, they had a big sale, which was their biggest sale. And if you spent uh, like $200, I think, you got 10% off. So, of course, I had to buy a heap of games. So we'll be adding to the collection. Oh, I bought some Arkham Horror um, expansions and uh, some bits and pieces. Soon all goes right. after you buy all that. Um. So this week we're talking about. Oh. Um, I can't read that. Yes, one, but name. we're talking about the games that we got in Japan. Yes. Now earlier this year, we travelled to Japan with as a family, but. Because mum, who's a Japanese language teacher, had to take a student group to Japan, so it was planned that we could go. Mm. And how was that? Good. That was cool, wasn't it? So we got to travel with the uh, half a dozen students. We got four games. We've talked about Dungeon Rush, Rush already. Yep. We got Blaine Coffee Lab and yep. Dungeons uh, of well, Madness. Mandem, which Mandem. is Welcome Back. Welcome to the Jungle, a dungeon, and we got another one called Crow's Overkill. Uh, and we got all these in a game store that's a big game store over there called Yellow Submarine. If you remember walking into them, how did you feel when we? Although Mum can talk Japanese, we went in on our own one time. How how did you feel? Did you feel comfortable going in there? And well, sorta. Yeah, it, it, it's... Because we sort of knew that we were looking for a game. Yeah, we, but we couldn't read anything that was there. But you could read the Australian on it. Yeah, the English. Yeah. But not very many had a lot of English on them. So uh, pretty much all the games that we had, except for the Crow one, all have English on them. I know, and the I remember we went in saying, oh, how about um, Welcome to the Dungeon? And they're like, nah, 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 nah. And mum spoke to them. And then it was like, yeah, this game. And it's called Dungeon of Mandem. And I'm like, nah, nah, nah. I don't think that's it, Nick. Anyway, we, we said, oh, let's buy it. Because this box is tiny. It's like this. That is like a size of a pack of cards. Nice hard case. Whereas the, the one we expect to get is the size of a much bigger box. Since the game takes 30 minutes, but it only took us two. Yeah, we, we didn't. Yeah, but we didn't collect all the things. Anyway, we'll talk about that one in a minute. So the first game we'll talk about then, um, the English version, which they have on um, BGG, is called Crow's Overkill, and that's what this one is. Uh, I did see this for sale. I think it was like in the BGG marketplace or somewhere. There was a heap of them for sale. So it's rated at 6.5. It's for two to four players, 15 minutes... Age 10 plus. Yeah, it's uh, only weighted at 1.2. Best with four, the community says. Three, four, four. I think it's better with... We've played it... I've played it two, three, four. So I think it's better with four. Um, It's basically a game where in the old... You're in old world Japan, um, like in the 1800s, and you're, you're visiting a night area... And it's about, the, the, the saying goes, um, when the crow cries, I must leave this place. 
Um, even if I have to remove all the crows um, over the world, I want to stay a little while longer. It's a song that, that goes. So the idea being you're at this at this place and it's night and birds come out come into your little tableau and then you need to remove them and when the time Shield moves away. forward you if you can't you're out of the game so it's a player elimination it, it comes with a, a it's a big a, a large box for what 50 or 70 cards whatever it is but it does have this very nice um timber mm. japanese screen that slides yeah. behind it to reveal the time so the game begins you have two lots of cards you have your sham shamisen ones and your bird and your birds cards um the shamisen is like effects and attacks and the bird Shoes. cards are you need to yeah your shoe cards as you prefer to call them and the other one is your birds so you end up getting what a whole heap of birds, and they all the all the birds have different attacks. So they don't attack you. No, but have as the game goes on. Like so, the first round or the first until you get a first gong card that comes out in the bird pile, that moves the clock forward. So at the start, you if you have seven or less, you're okay at the end of your turn. But if you have eight or more, you're out. Yeah. And then in the second round, say you got a gong, five. Or more, you're out. Okay, so um, the game begins. You you separate the two decks of cards. Each player gets three birds, two sh- two Seamus cards, and the birds are turned face up on the deck, and you're able to see everyone's cards. Your bird cards might have bats. Um, what else they have? They had uh, crows, roosters. Um, what else was there? I'm trying to think. Oh, and there was a warbler, and uh, they all—if there's bats on your tableau, you have to get rid of them to get rid of the crows. Now they have a different value as well. Some are three, uh, some are two, some are three, some are one. So on the um, card. First round, you'll say you're the first player. What happens? So I pick up three bird cards once three you've more. already been dealt out them. Yep, so that's and six. two of the Shamison yep. ones. Yep. And, and then I gotta want, try and chill away all my birds. Yes. Yeah, so. And one point I actually ended up with no Shamison. Yeah. And no bird cards. Yeah, you were empty, but that's good because that means that at the end of your Cause turn. Because I swapped piles with you or something, and then I cleared out that whole pile. Hmm. And clear out another pile that I had. Yeah, because you can... There's a couple of action cards there that let you swap out. Uh, and then at the end of your turn, you had less than eight birds. So... I had n- You none. move on. And then and I get... And like in the third gong card, is it? Player two, gong three, four, yeah. all do the same actions. Eventually a gong will come out. Gong. A gong card comes out in the bird pile. The time... On this beautiful Japanese little board here, which is a cool piece of um, mm. thing, not overly necessary, but it's a nice theme, moves, and now all of a sudden you've got a. It's getting earlier in the morning. It's only going to take five birds to wake you up, so you need to have less than five birds 
on your tableau, and they're all crows. So, so far, we've just been... You, the, only the crows are counting towards waking you up. So you go again, you keep playing. If you have five at the end of your turn, you're Shamsen out of the game. As well, five Shamisons, or six Shamisons, all you're allowed. Oh, yeah, and you're only allowed to have five Shamison cards at the end of your turn. I you said six before. No, if you have six or more, you get rid of them. So then we go again, and then you exhaust the bird deck, you reshuffle, and now there'll be two new gongs in there. So they can come up any time. Then the cards will go down. Now all of a sudden it's getting really early. You're only allowed two ravens and one rooster. Crows. Yeah, or crows, sorry. Um, and then it happens again. You get the next gong and then you're only allowed it, to have... It's actually three crows and two roosters and then you're out. Yeah, and then in the last round... You, when you've got the next gong card out, which would be the last one, three crows, and you're out. Yeah. One rooster, and one, what's it called again? Wargler. Wargler. So pretty much you've got to have next to no birds in your tableau. And it tends to be that you get around the, the table and it's just luck as to whether you can have maybe a card that says, Yo, you can't be eliminated this round or something. I had that, that one hurts. and I was about to be eliminated. Yeah, and and then that buys you one more round, which in that meantime, the other two might have dropped out. Uh, although you did both easily take care of me in the um, second game we played just before. Even though we've had this, what? Six or nine months. We've played it quite a few times, hmm. just because it's an easy game. Although, if we were taking this away camping, we probably wouldn't take the whole timber part with us. No. Nah. You could just take the deck of cards. And the um sheet. The eight crow bit, then the five, then the um, three and the two, and then the three, the one, the one. You need that. Yeah. Now, the shamisen. So, uh, Mum says that shamisen is a an instrument. A Japanese instrument, a guitar. So, one of them is a one of the little shamisen cards is a pick. And I was like, "Oh, what's that?" And she goes, "Oh, that's the pick to play it." Anyway, you get to then pick one item, and then there's some of the cards are cool. The artwork's um, quite old style uh, Japanese. I Has kept moving all my on I kept moving all my bird cards to you. You did, didn't you? I got the same card. Like I got. Two of the same card in one hand, and I had that card three times in the whole game, in the whole two games, hmm. or the whole game, and then I had the other one two times in the whole game. Yeah. And it's all giving the other person your birds. Yeah, that's right. You can. There's a couple there that let you get rid two. of all your birds as you're just trying to keep those down. Anyway, it's a really easy game. It's fun for someone that's even not that into games could easily play this. The rule book here, just looking at it, it's funny, the uh, translation from Japanese to English, especially because ours is totally different to the one that's, you know, on BGG, the English one. This one has only Japanese writing on the whole thing, except for the rule book has a little paper insert that's, and, that's got something and there. And the numbers are in English. English. Yeah, that's right. That would normally be in Japanese. Yeah, that's true. Even though you might be able to read them, I can't yeah, read them. Yeah, I would be able to read them, maybe. You've been getting some lessons on that. So, yeah, there you go. See? You can hear <laughs> the wood. It's quite solid, that that thing. It's not even cardboard. It's actually a thin plywood They actually um, glued piece. it together to make it. They did. Uh, okay, 
Ooh, so a simple little game, bit of fun. You might have heard of it, you might not have. Anyway, we, it's something we picked up in Japan mm. that we thought we'd talk about. Okay, oh. so what are you rated at? Yeah, um, I'll give it a seven. I'll give it a seven too. Yeah, it's not too bad. Mm. It's, it's good when if it's laying around to go and have a play. Yeah. Okay, so now we're going to talk about Dungeons of Dungeon of Mandem, number five. Uh, eight. Oh yeah, it's a eight. V one 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 one. I forgot what it was. Five or eight. So yeah, made in twenty seventeen. Actually. So it's on BGG. It's rated at seven point zero. Dungeons and oh yeah, I was about to read out the yeah, name. Yeah, you read that. <laughs> yeah, two to four players. Time they don't know. Yeah, it's pretty quick. We, we play played uh, in minutes. We played like five in like, like each one went for like two minutes. Yeah, it went pretty quick. Um, but I have played with some adults and we had a group of four, and it probably took about half an hour by the time we'd all so, won. So it's one age then... thirteen plus. Wait, one point five. And the community here has got this as saying though. Um, six plus. So they're mm. saying it's a well. A also, game. community best it says three. best with three. Yeah, that's right. So it's pretty. So there you go. I've and never played it with. This three. is. Uh, this I think it's got the extra from um, Welcome to the Dungeon. Anyway, uh, Dungeons of here? Mandem for uh, eight is a press your luck dungeon device in delve. Delve in which two to four players take turns, essentially daring each other to go into a dungeon with less equipment than they start off with. While filling the dungeon with monsters, players can win the game by winning two rounds or get eliminated from the game by losing two rounds. Yeah, so win or lose. Um... Me now. The game is played in in rounds. Each round, uh, the player sets up the base character. So On the box, eight the, heroes. What? It, how long it says? It says thirty minutes. Yeah. So there you go. And this one says ten plus for two to four players. So there's a heap of heroes. One's a princess. One's the knight. There's a mage. Um, I can't a, remember the other ones. You'd have to have a look in there. That's what I'm doing uh, right now. Uh, so you choose one of the eight heroes in the box. And uh, all the equipment that the character has. This one character represents every player being a fully equipped dungeon delver. So then the start player, the person who challenged the dungeon last, or the last player to be in a dungeon, can choose to draw a card from the monster deck or pass their turn. If they choose to draw, they can do one of two things. They keep the... keep it... keep the card and remove a piece of the equipment, so they weaken the... um, explorer or they place it face down and put it in the dungeon meaning the people the person who goes into the dungeon will need to defeat that one and if they choose to pass their turn they cannot participate in the rest of the round and their ninja is one of the people oh ninja yep um i'll just finish reading this first patch and you can say that Uh, once only there's once there's only one person left. All the other players have part, and all the other players have passed their turn. That player then becomes the challenger and must go into the dungeon with only the equipment left on the character that everyone hasn't tried to pull away. The player then flips cards 
one by one off the dungeon deck and fights the monsters. Or as they come across them. Yeah. Some equipment will allow you to um, null the enemy damage or to be able to withstand. Some of them you can only use once or twice. The rest you can use all the time you like. Yeah, it depends on what they are. So Mm. if the player survives the dungeon with at least one hit point, they win that round and get the treasure card. And on the card If not, they lose. On the card that you get as your monster slash life card, and it tells you what you're gonna defeat the monster with. It actually has a black side for when you've got your, both your lives, but then if you die once, yep. you go on the red side. So if it I've entered the dungeon and lost, we got to flip go the card over. The red side and then That's a little player aid that tells you the, yeah. all the monsters like, that are I'll in I'll tell there. you the monsters that there are. There's a goblin that de- gives you one damage and there's two of them. There's a skeleton, yep. which is number two, and that's what, how much damage it gives you. Orc, three damage. Vampire, four damage. Golem, 5 damage. Lich, 16 damage. Demon, 7 damage. Dragon, 9 damage. And there's special monsters which don't give you any any damage. Yeah, because we've got the special pack that this one has. Yeah, and also, um, that the numbers on it also help, because some of your cards say like, oh, defeat monsters with... Six or less. Yeah, or de- even numbered monsters. It, that's also, that whatever. also rese- represents their health. Yeah, it does. Like, uh, it represents their damage, the damage, their health, and what you use cards for on them. So then what happens? So you either win or lose that round. The players then reshuffle all the cards to make a new monster deck, and then you can use a new hero or the same one. The person Every time pick. we've played it, we've chosen a new hero. We use a new one. Hero. And the game ends when someone has won twice, or one player is the last person standing. Uh, What does it say? Dungeon of Mandom includes the material in the original Dungeon of Mandom, as well as seven new heroes, seven new monsters, and 40 new pieces of equipment, with those having previously appeared in Welcome to the Dungeon and Welcome Back to the Dungeon. Uh, And uh, it's a small game, so this one is... The size of a pack of cards. It's a nice hard case. The cards are linen. I really like how it's a finish. hard case, and it would be really hard to break. Yeah, it would be because it's really hard. And the cards feel nice. Now these cards are a lot smaller than the Welcome to the Dungeon game because this is about half the size at least of that one, which is great for playing in the airport. When we played in the airport. Um, yeah. do you, remember, you didn't play that, did you, when we were coming back from Japan in the airport? No, I was, I was trying playing. to rest or something. Yeah, we were exhausted. I was playing with one of the students. Weren't we there in the airport for like five hours? Yeah, we did have to wait there for five hours at a changeover in Hong Kong. So, we, anyway, this fitted perfect on the little table next to mm. the um, chairs in the airport. So, you know, there's not much room there. So, that's good. Now, on the downside of that... That's a place that you could actually record the podcast like because <laughs> yeah. there's actually charger plugs around yeah, there's bits and you can actually fit the stuff be a bit there. noisy yeah um but you would be able to do it there if there wasn't enough the, yeah the downside though of this one is that those cards the uh, hero decks are really small and so and you um, fit a lot in if the you box try and get them out because they're always like stacked on top of each other at one point i just tried to get one out and it's really hard because you can't like yeah, it doesn't have like slots for your fingers, unlike the um, cover of the box. No, that's that you right. can lift up and get it out easier. So, 
that's the only negative of that game. It's, so it's a quick, simple game. The kids have no trouble playing it, and they actually really enjoy it. Ours has the Japanese and English yeah. written on it. So oh, I don't the games know if they that we got in Japan, that. except for one, have Japanese and English on them. Yeah, maybe they all come with the Japanese on the back. One. I'm not sure. So if you were learning Japanese, it would be great mm. to play it like that. Just need mum to teach you some more. Alright, uh, I really enjoy that game as a, uh, just as a filler game, a quick little game or something you can play quite a few times as a family. What would you give it as a rating? It's rated 7 on there. I don't or... know. Probably a 7. Yeah, well, I think probably a 7. Um, although this, yeah, for the money it was over there, it's like 20 bucks or 30 bucks. How, how many I can't remember, did maybe it was 40 was? bucks. There's how many yen did it say it was? Yeah, I can't remember. There's a lot in there. There's a lot. It was cheaper than buying the two. I thought. Welcome to the dungeon. The first time I saw that game, I'm like, there's going to be barely anything in there, but there's like stacks of things in there. Yeah, there there is a lot in there. It's pretty shocking how much they put in that box. Into that tiny box. When Mm. you see sometimes how little goes into a box. Playing card. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Anything else that we need to talk about that one? Nope. So now we're going to talk about Blend Coffee Lab. Another game we... Yes, bought in Japan. This episode's a special episode about the games we bought in Japan. But that one was one I'd actually heard talked about on uh, Dice Tower, a couple of people. It actually was. And I remember I emailed um, one of the ladies from the Dice Tower podcast and she recommended this as a game that's a fun game to play. So anyway, I bought it. So that was cool. They right. they really helped me out by giving us so, some questions. Blink Coffee Lab is rated at six point seven. It's for two to four players. Best none. They that just means no one's actually gotten around to filling mm. that bit out yet. Fifteen playing time is thirteen to fifteen min, fifteen to thirty minutes. Mm. Age twelve plus. Community is two and a half. So mid-range. Now, no votes. Yeah, so one. this only has 55 rating. So there's not a lot of people. And the weight is 2.50. Yeah, so we've rated this ourselves at 7.5, which is higher than no, what they've given four, it. Yeah. And the little spiel in the front of this book. So first of all, it's a trick-taking game. So cards, trick-taking game, comes in a little box the size of maybe two packs of cards. Okay, it says, Blend Coffee Lab is a card game about pairing roasted coffee beans to make delicious coffee. Each player is a worker in the coffee lab, tirelessly working day and night researching coffee blending. To make a great blend, one is required to carefully balance the four components of a bean's flavor. Acidity, aroma, body, and sweetness. That's why... Even more important than its brand or its origin, the roast level of each bean must be in harmony. Keeping current trends in mind, pursue a unique unified blend that could never be created from beans from a single origin. So Mm -hmm. that's giving you a very loose description. In our one, it has both English and Japanese. I wonder if all of them come with that. Don't think so, though. No, um... I'm not sure. Maybe the ones that were bought in Australia might not, or made in Australia. 
Yeah, they wouldn't be made in Australia. They would have come from... Uh, Japan? Uh, America through China or Japan mostly. Yeah, I guess. In game terms, players each have a hand of cards. So this is from the BGG. Leader, yeah. The leader of the trick plays a card. Trick plays a card. And each other player in turn must lay down a, a card of a colour not yet played. If possible, players are trying to collect cards in order to complete cups of coffee. Cards come in three rows, light, medium and dark, and four colours, red, green, yellow and blue. Mm -hmm. To create a cup, you need cards in all four colours in a single roast. When you do this, you score points equal to the sum of the card values that composes that cup. If you if you match the rounds roast, you score ten bonus points. Yeah. So okay, you get dealt. We did the two player game. We've played the two player game quite a few times. So they have their own special Haven't rules. Have we done three player way? Yeah, we have. Game once wasn't it in Japan? Yeah, we did when we were sitting mm. down at the little uh, table. Miniature like miniature table. Yeah, that was awesome. That was in mm. Kurashiki. Anyway, um, so let's just say in the two-player game, you deal out six cards. It, for, for the two-player game setup, you actually use for the four-player setup. Yeah, except you take out the cards three, the, the three. five, and can't remember. Okay, so the, the two, four, the three-player one. You use the uh, side that it says three, so because there's only three cards in that one. The so to start the game, uh, two players. This is I deal out the cards. You get eight of the coffee cards, and I get eight of the coffee cards, and then we deal six face up that just sit there. You don't touch. That's for your second hand. You then have a fistful of hand cards, all different colours different coffee beans on the side because they are very pretty cards the color they say so they have the number on which ranges from one to nine like a standard deck of cards i guess they then have two coffee beans or three coffee beans or or one coffee bean and they also have a cup drawn in the bottom corner now when the four of these when you get these played out into the middle because you need to play a card. If you're the first person to go, you need to play a card. That card will have a cup in the corner. You need to make a full cup in the middle of the table, which will be a one of each color. If you can't, because you have none of that color, you then can just put any card in, it won't matter. Once there are the four cups in the middle, the person who last played either the highest or the lowest card depending on if you're going for a strong roast where the 10 is stronger or um, where the 1 is stronger. So it just changes up the way that you're trying to chase your tricks. You then get to pick one of those four cards, bring it to your little tableau where you're trying to make your own personal cup of coffee with either three beans, two beans or one bean in each. Ideally, if you can, if you get four colours at the end of the round, 
you get 50 points. If they're all of the same uh, roast... No, if you are with the roast bonus, because each round there is a roast bonus, it's either one, two, or three that you're chasing, you get points for that. If you have then cards of the same number, two fives, two sevens, two nines, whatever, you get five points for two, ten for three, fifteen for four. And so there's a couple of ways of getting bonus points there. I think you get 50, 50 for your cup, 10 for your bonus. No, no, you get 40 for the cup. So if you have oh, a yeah, whole cup. Oh, yeah, I was cup, in two player though. Yeah. yeah. You get 40. But then if you have the bonus, you get 50. And then it goes down in points like three colours let. Three colours are 25. Two colours is ten. One colour is zero. Yeah, you're reading the three. No, that's actually the f- four and two. Yeah, so it, we won't go into it too oh, much. Oh, no, it's 60 points. We won't go into it too much, yeah, because the th- it, it's got a version for two and four players, one for three players, and the cards, for how awesome they are, they have this weird thing where the four cups go together when you're playing four player, but when you're playing three player... It only has Obviously, two. because you only have three colours coming out, the red card always has the quarter of one corner with the no, bottom of a cup. that's two to four players. Yes, and then when... But on the red card, I'm saying, the red card has a... Yeah. That. But also then it has a half a cup on the opposite... On the other half of that card. So on the red cards, it's full of cups in different directions... The yellow, green, and blues look like they should. And it just detracts from the game a little bit. But I guess it makes it able to be played with for two to four players without having to add in extra cards. So they would have been better off adding in extra cards rather than doing it that way. It's pretty complicated having it two players or three the whole game can be complicated, but once you've actually worked out to play it, like I was just playing with Mika before, seven-year-old, she was playing fine. I had to just make it a bit easier for her and not worry about the extra bonuses that you collect along the way. Um, they give you a little score pad, so I really like round the score one, pad because it's, it's actually coffee cups. Like one's um, like a V shape with a flat bottom on it. Oh yeah, three. And then cups. another one's like a square, mm. and then the next one's like a um, normal normal one. one. And they and they have um, the coffee number above it, like one, two. Yeah, and one three. bean, two bean, or three beans, because in each round you can score. Uh, you you write down your score that you collect for one you can bean, score like six, two points. beans, or three beans. And then in round two. If you better that score, you get to write that score. Well, you, you'll write your three scores in. So if in round one, you get the maximum score for two beans, for the rest of the game, there's no point in you chasing two beans at all because you're not going to improve. Because after your third round, you take the best score that you have in each row of cups. So you take your best score out of three rounds with the one bean. So on this score pad from this game, it was 25 in the first round and 15 in the third round. Not very good. So they got 25. But their two beans, they got 10, 70, and 35. So they took the 70. That's a neat little score pad. Um, uh, We enjoy it. It's a seven. It's an easy, small, easy to take away. 
just a little bit complicated each time you bring it out to try mm, and remember. Like it takes a while, takes a while to set up because of the two, three player, the two, three, and four different role, rules. Yeah, you just got like to move the it, three man. is actually only different to the two and the four. The two and the four are really the same. Yeah, uh, it looks really good on the table though. Mm. If you were to go and look on BGG. Uh, you can see what the it looks like real cups coffee look cups. Like. Yeah, on they the look table. great. They look so cool when when they and, get and the box out. of it actually looks really good. Yeah, it's just a person drinking because it looks like the cups, you know, doesn't it? Yeah. So, okay. Well, I think that that's and it's one of the workers. Oh yeah, that's you being Ooh. one of the workers. What do you mean? Yeah. All right. Is there anything else you need you wanted to say about that game? Would um, you play it? Yeah. Yeah. So you'd play it, but I it takes a little it. bit of learning it. Yeah, mm. I know you have played it many times. It's but... better doing it two or four because yeah. you don't have to do the more complicated setup. So if you like coffee and trick taking games, this and is actually a good one to get. <laughs> the weird thing about it is the start player is for the first of the, for the start of the game. The player who most recently drank a high-quality coffee blend will be the Intel start player. Yeah, see. Well, it's not you and it's not me because yeah. I don't drink coffee. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Yeah. That's where it gets complicated to um, change over what, who starts. Oh, you it? just take, we just go, oh, you can start. Mm. Yeah, make it easy. That's where it gets complicated. Okay. So we got an email. We have. Oh, just before you get onto that, gee, that's a hard game to explain. Mm. Especially, you know, we've had a big weekend. You're pretty tired. Yeah. Playing games and your cricket and that. Anyway, uh, yes, we did have an email. I'll just tap it up here on the computer. There you go. So this is from Jonathan. Hello, greetings from the United States. My children and I have started listening to your podcast. Nicely done. We also have a podcast called Geeky Teacher Parent Podcast. We'll be listening, Jonathan. Oh, that's nice. From mm. the US of A, hey? Yeah. That's nice to hear that somebody has listened to us over in the US. Now how many emails have we had? Nine. Ooh, yes, that's nine. Yeah, you said nine. Nine if you include the one we got from mum. Which we have to. Yeah, well, that's good. So what that means is one more email and we will Send do out. a draw for, we've got that card game we were going to give away, um, what was it, Scrabble cards? Yeah. Or if they're overseas, we could give them 10 geek gold. Because we don't need to pay too much more money since no. we're already doing the geek yeah. card thing. Yes, oh yeah, because we've got our um, BGG um, Christmas cards. Mm-hmm. Okay, so email us in. Our email is Board Game Basics Podcast at Outlook dot com. And, and go on Twitter and our Twitter is Board Game Basic uh, uh. BGB <laughs> at Board Game Basic One. Capital B for board. Yep. And that's on Twitter. Uh, if you could share us on Facebook or whatever Mention you've us got. through whatever you normally you use. Can. We'll like it. And um, I think that's about all. Uh, what else did we have to say? Um, so, um, 
thanks to Gameology. Oh, Gameology, yes. Thank you, Gameology, host, for well, again, hosting providing for the hosting. Episode. They've been providing our hosting for the last two episodes. See? Well, largest gang. Warehouse in Australia. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well, we got our game. Thank you very much. I just bought a f- another small fortune on. Yeah, the whole heap of Arkham Horrors. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, I think that's probably time to get out. Mm. Okay. So that's bye from me. And bye from me. We forgot to say thanks for listening, so thanks for listening. Oh, yes. It, um, it's I'm pretty tired today. Yes. Well, that's because we had a big weekend. We were... Mm. Geez, it's, we, we were... Oh, I played um, Clank. I played that little card game for sale, which you played as well. Oh, yeah, that game. We really got to fun. play Charterstone. Mm. I played Betrayal oh, yeah, at Baldur's, Baldur's Gate. Gate. It was a little bit of a dodgy one, that one. That, that, one, that, you particular were, one. that one you would have easily won. And what else was there? There was something else we did. Oh, Cosmic Encounters. Oh, we we did a lot. Oh, we that. Damn it. I know. We, we played so many. And I really you, like Cosmic Encounters. I, I think that was after you went to bed, which was a late night. Naughty. Board game nights. Naughty. I, um, gee, I feel really, uh... You are naughty. Nasally, because I think the whippersnipping at school I've been doing, and I'm blocked up. Same th- yeah, hello. Is that door blocked up like you? Like you? Yes. Hey, we just. I've nearly finished the Christmas cards. Oh, come in. Hey, Dad, I've nearly finished the Christmas cards. Oh, yeah. So we've had Mika doing and the me. drawings. Yeah, and you me. did one. That one was going to Canada that you did, Patch. Mm. Mika's, where are your ones going to that you've been drawing? Uh... America. Oh, yeah, mostly to America, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. Wasn't oh, one. one... Was to... Holland? To Holland? Holland? Yeah. Netherlands. They were... Ho- Netherlands, not Holland. Yeah, Netherlands. They were mainly all in, um... USA. USA. And what have and you been drawing on your cards? A, f- a picture of us in one of them. I did a picture of us in a Christmas tree. That's what I did. And also I did presents under the Christmas tree. Ooh. This sounds good. Any it's presents for me? Christmas. Yeah. Well, whoever that person is, they'll enjoy that card. It's been fun doing the cards, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it actually So, has. how many more have you got to go then? Three. Ooh. Well, you better get back to work. Hey, before you go. Yeah? Do you want to tell us a joke? Okay. Come closer. Go. When do you know when... How do you... When do you know the moon has had enough to eat? Uh, I've got no idea. Its eyes are bulging. <laughs> when it's full... <laughs> you get it? Because full moon. Yeah. yeah. Yes, bye, Mika. I get that. Okay, thanks. Bye. Okay, bye. Okay, what about you? What is harder to catch the faster you run? Cold. No, your breath.